You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the Legal Talk Network. This is Bob Ambrogi, and we are doing a special report from the Vantage Worldwide Users Conference here in Las Vegas, Nevada, put on by Thomson Reuters Elite. Uh, And I'm here with two executives from Thomson Reuters Elite, and I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves on here so that you will be able to associate their names with their voices, although that would be easy because one is a woman and one is a man. So, Elizabeth, please introduce yourself. Great. Thank you so much. Um, My name is Elizabeth Hardy, and I'm the Vice President of Product Management and Marketing for all of the products that exist in the wide range that we have in the Elite portfolio. Thank you. And I'm Eric Sugden. I'm the Chief Technology Officer for Elite and responsible for building the products in the Elite portfolio. Thanks a lot. Uh, Elizabeth, I wanted to start with you and ask you to just kind of give us an overview of that portfolio. What is the Elite portfolio? That's a good question. Uh, we have products that range from covering operations and needs that a law firm has across business development, client and matter management, financial management, and risk management. So some of the product names that exist in the portfolio start with our financial management applications, 3E and Enterprise. And then we also have applications that are more suited for smaller to medium-sized law firms. And we have a lot of those clients here at the conference today uh, as well, and that's our pro-law product. And then from a matter management perspective, we have our Mattersphere application and then our business development premier product that is fairly new. We launched that about a year ago, as a matter of fact, at the New York conference uh, last year. And one of the things you've been talking about a lot here at the conference, there was a a, a keynote this morning in which uh, both of you spoke uh, and we, of course, met in a had some meetings with the media yesterday. But one of the things you've been talking about is the growth of Elite uh, over the last, what, 10 years has it been? Mm-hmm. Uh, could you just talk about that a little bit? Where did Elite come from and where is it now? Well, where we came from is I think what we have been known for all these years is really focusing on helping firms solve their financial operations needs that they have. So that's more of your traditional accounting applications. And over the last five years or so, we've really expanded our portfolio to some of those other products that I mentioned to build out a complete enterprise business management solution that stretches much further than just financial management, including those key aspects of how do you connect your business development activities together with your financial data to form more of a single view of how your entire operations is doing. So a lot of the things that we've been focused on over the past few years is not just deepening the functionality that we have in all of the individual products, but also connecting those products together. Because we think it's pretty important and pretty key for operations these days to have workflows that stretch across departments, across practice areas, and then being able to get information out of those uh, applications that help you form a much better view, not just of your financial health of the organization, but how you're doing business today. How are you gonna find new business? How are you gonna win new business? Because today's market compared to five years ago is even more competitive uh, than it used to be. You just talked about standardization. One of the things I've heard a lot in the two days that I've been here, the word standardization, integration, why are you talking about that? Why is that important to Elite? What are you doing in that area? Yeah, our goal around standardization is really to make it easier and more cost-effective to get up and running on 3E. So we have a, we have a large legacy um, base with our enterprise product, 
And one of our main goals is to make it more cost-effective for them to be able to get live on, on a 3D implementation. And so we're doing a lot of work to make our product, um, 3E in particular, but other products as well, much more accessible in terms of out-of-the-box configurations, more of a configuration than a, than a customization that, that really takes, takes place today. So today our services team might come in and do you know, months of customizations based on client need, and what we want to turn that into is a number of configurations that can be done in a much, much shorter time frame. And then is integration another part of that? I mean, I know you've been talking about the fact, and I think you alluded to it this morning in your keynote, that a lot of your customers are now buying several of your products, and right. th there's an issue with integration there. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so we have a number of different products, as you just heard, throughout the portfolio, and those were not always connected. And so we've been doing a lot of work over the past several years to make those, those products much more connected and deliver it really as a suite of products. So just with, within the 3E suite, for example, we have, we have 3E, we have financial reporting, we have design gallery for templates, and we have e-billing hub for electronic billing. And those products we want to make much more integrated. And then you add on to that the business development products and the matter management products, and, and it's just nice to be able to deliver a complete suite that works out of the box, again, with, with fewer services dollars to get you up and running. Okay. You were talking this morning about some of the enhancements uh, that you've made over the last year up until now. Can you, Elizabeth, give us a summary of some of where you've been since this conference last year up to now? Sure, sure. What we shared with all of our clients that are here um, and, and that were in the keynote this morning is really what we did against that product scorecard and uh, how we delivered against our roadmap. And we've had over 13 product releases over the past 12 months, and we delivered something in the neighborhood of 420 enhancements across all of those products. And to give you uh, a quick sense of what they were focused on, for our financial products, a lot of focus on implementing and, and putting into the product more workflows putting in uh, more dashboard capabilities, uh, deepening our reach into the global markets as far as financial compliance, which is really important to some of our large law firms that operate in, in, in many, many countries. We've also been uh, very focused on the integration piece that Eric just talked about. And all of that can be seen and experienced and viewed by our customers in our product that we call Workspace, which is an experience, a user interface experience where all the different activities and tasks and information can be viewed in one single place from all the products that sit underneath of Workspace. Uh, and uh, some of those uh, enhancements are everything from lawyer-facing activities like time entry and time management to seeing indicators and KPIs and a lot more dashboards. And I believe you actually got to see a demo of it uh, yesterday as well. Yep. And, and Eric, you, as a matter of fact, you, besides the demo that we saw, you, you were talking about kind of the, the challenges of developing workspace a little bit. What's so unique about that? What's so special about it? What's so difficult about it? The primary thing is really the fact that underlying these different products, Mattersphere, Business Development Premier, and 3E, they all have different data models. Some of those came through acquisition. Some of those were using different platforms like Microsoft Dynamics. And so the data models make it very difficult to actually sync data up. And so some of the challenges that we had around, around our elite integration framework, which, which is really the sort of the middleware that ties these pieces together, is finding ways to make sure that the data does map up, and in which cases do we need to do special mapping and special configurations to make that work. And then also to, to the challenge around validations, to make sure that the data that you're inputting in one system is valid in the other system. 
So there's a lot of trickery and a lot of clever programming that goes in behind that to make that happen. Yeah. Uh, uh, one, one other thing that we um, have been working on and that Eric demoed in the keynote this morning is our new visual designer. And we think that that's another uh, testament to our focus on making it much easier, much faster for our clients to do things like creating templates. It's amazing today with how many hundreds of hours a firm will spend just creating the right templates for the right practice group and the right practice leader and a managing partner that all want something slightly different. And this new visual designer is helping our firms and our clients to cut down the time it takes to create templates by, by as much as 50%. Yeah, we have two products, really, that are quite technical in nature, 3E and Design Gallery. And they both require quite a bit of programming skill to be able to do what you need to do. And so what, one of the things we're working on, and again, it goes back to our standardization theme, is to provide more standard tools for the developer community that programs these, these, pro these products to be able to do that using more common tool sets. So be beyond the visual designer we announced, we also announced a, uh, a plan to move the um, 3E IDE into a, a Visual Studio plugin, which will allow 3E developers now to use standard common Visual Studio tools and get the full power of Visual Studio in developing their applications, including all the designers that are available. So that's going to be a big win for our developing development community. And you also announced this morning uh, that you're going to be, I guess, beginning to explore uh, bringing 3E to the cloud. Mm -hmm. Could you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. So we do have quite a few clients asking about what are our cloud plans. We're, you know, we're thinking about the cloud in the future, or if you had a cloud version, we'd go to it right now. And it's a, quite a mix, actually, between different law firms. Some, some say we'll, we'll go to it maybe someday. Some say we'd go right now. So what we started doing this year was really started exploring some of the, uh, some of the challenges around the cloud, um, namely things like security, performance, and integrating your cloud-based version with things that are happening um, on-premise, such as, such as printing and data loads from other systems, integration with other on-premise systems, and also how to make a, a, a cloud instance um, economical for, for our clients. And so we're doing a lot of investigation this year to sort of um, start that process, really building the POC, and we're going we're gonna to see where that takes us, but we, we know we'll have a lot of work cut out for us to do next year, and our plans um, beyond that is basically to release it sometime in 2017. It's interesting. I, I actually did not realize that until this year, I've been known about 3E for a long time, but I, I tended to think that 3E is a product primarily of the largest, the largest firms, the big mm -hmm. firms. And, and some of the numbers we were shown yesterday suggest that you're, the, the firms that are using uh, 3E are much more diverse than that. They are, and uh, I just came from uh, a session, actually, where we had law firms that were ranging anywhere from having 100 to 120 timekeepers um, all the way up to some of the largest firms uh, in the world that are on the 3E application. Yeah. And we have uh, even a wider range if you look at our enterprise client base, and they have some great options of uh, what to do when they're ready for a new financial management system. And to, to piggyback on what Eric just said, um, after one of our enterprise sessions earlier this afternoon, we had many customers that came up front and, and asked about our cloud offering and, and, and really raising their hands and saying, we might be interested in, in helping you test that out very, very early. So we, we think all of that's really exciting and kind of speaks to the range of customers that we have. Yeah, that is exciting. I mean, you, you, one of the fears with taking anything to the cloud is that there's going to be resistance sure. among law firms. Uh, so it's good to hear that some of them yeah. are stepping up to the plate and say they're, they're interested to hear more about it. Right, and it's not going to be one size fits all. We're going to have cloud offerings, but we'll also continue to offer an on-premise version for right. law firms that want to do that as well. So we, we just want to have options in, available to the client base. Yeah. In a slightly different direction, uh, 
one of the announcements again that you've you've made here today and that you've talked a lot about today is kind of a I guess a renewed focus, I don't want to say a renewed focus on your customers, that's not the right word, I mm -hmm. guess, but a kind of a different focus on your customers. Mm -hmm. And uh, this idea of being more committed to your clients and, and to their success, uh, can you tell us what you're doing in that area? Sure. I, I think before you jump right into what we mean when we talk about things like customer advocacy, it's probably good to understand the history. And it goes to your first question, Bob, of, of how we've changed as, as a company, how we've evolved. And uh, we've gone from having just one platform, really, to having six major platforms that we support. And we have clients now that are ranging uh, across the globe in 42 different countries. So as an organization, what we need to do is, is change with that uh, rapid growth that we've had and put a focus on our customers and opening up more avenues and channels in how we interact with them. Good example of that is in the past, we may have been able to, to have uh, just a couple user group meetings a year. Well, last year we had over 40 user group meetings uh, in different countries and different regions. We are launching and relaunching an effort around our online user community. There is an increased appetite across the client base to interact not just with us from Thomson Reuters Elite, but also with each other and share things like best practices. And I think that's just, again, a testament of us growing. And I think this is something that Eric Rood, as our new managing director, brings into the picture where he's been very successful in other parts of Thomson Reuters is really bringing together customers with each other and then also bringing them really to the center and heart of everything that we do and how we share our roadmap, how we take input, how we collaborate with all of these customers that are so wide in range of needs and desires, um, particularly if you look at a small law firm from a large law firm. So how do we do that? How do we make that part of, of our everyday work? And that's really what we mean when we talk about this effort around customer advocacy and making sure that the customer is at the heart of everything that we do. And just to follow up on that real quick, also, you know, I think if you talk to our customers, they'll always say that Elite gave them great, great customer support. But often it was the, it was sort of heroics, right? There was there was always someone who would step up and help a customer out and get something done. And and you see that through the throughout the conference, people just love some of the people in the in the support team. So I think a lot of this is around putting more process and more methodology around customer advocacy to give a more consistent and and scalable approach to that. And, and that's, I think that's a big part of it as well. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you're devoting staff. You've created a position, Vice President of Customer Advocacy, I think is the correct title <laughs> yeah, of the position. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's interesting. I, I'm not sure too many companies would do that uh, yeah. along that lines. Uh, and you're also talking about this sort of a technological aspect to that, Eric. I mean, you were talking about working on enhancing your diagnostic tools to be able to go in and help clients uh, self-assess and for you to be able to more rapidly assess the issues that they're having. Yes, because 3E in particular, well, ProLaw as well, they're on-premise systems, right? So they're on-premise solutions, and their performance and their behavior has a lot to do with the environment at the customer site. And so we are often blind to that. And, and so some of the tools that we're building now are to really help give us more insight into what's going on in the environment, what's changed in the environment, because oftentimes a problem occurs is because something changed, right? And typically when you ask the client what changed, either they don't know or they say nothing's changed. And so really we need to go in and say, well, something's changed because you had decent performance yesterday and now something is not working so well. And so these tools were going to give us much more insight into what did change and better audit trails, better diagnostics, better monitoring tools to help us do that. So uh, 
what's ahead for the uh, the year to come? What's come? What do we expect to see coming down in 2015, 2016? I think what you can expect from us is for us uh, to continue on on the themes that we've started last year. Uh, obviously, the the word standardization and, and simplifying our products and, and the experience around that is is very much at the forefront of what we're doing across the portfolio. We have uh, the continued work in connecting our products and, and syncing up even more data. Uh, so that's certainly ahead of us. And then the other big part of it is uh, the cloud aspect uh, that Eric talked about. That is a big investment on our perspective. And then also bringing in more and more information and data from other sources that we have access to. It's just the sheer nature of being part of a great company like Thomson Reuters. We have unique information and unique data assets that exist in other areas like tax and accounting, financial and risk, and even to some extent IP and science. And Elite inside of Thomson Reuters has been the leader and sort of taken the forefront in the effort of bringing data and bringing content into the software products so that we could start to connect pieces of how does the legal market uh, looking? How's your competitive landscape looking? How are your customers, from a law firm's perspective, how are their customers actually doing business in certain regions? How can we make sure that they have a better understanding of, do they have contacts with the right people that they're doing business with? We're bringing in a new data asset into Business Development Premier uh, in a few weeks or a little bit later this year that's coming out that's going to give you a complete picture of the board of directors. And not just the board of directors, but who within your firm knows any of these members of the board? And it's a problem if we don't know anyone and we're trying to go in and really close some big deals. So it's that type of information and connecting information and technology that's going to be a big uh, focus for us going forward. Eric, what about from your perspective as CTO, uh, uh, what do you see for the year ahead? Yeah, I see a lot of work on the cloud instance for sure. Um, also, advancing our mobile platform, um, we've, we've added iPhone support this year. We want to continue to, to grow the capabilities on the, on the mobile platforms. We want to get more and more tools available so lawyers can, can do work from their iPads and iPhones. And then also just continuing on, on the productivity. I mean, the productivity stuff and also on the performance really kind of goes along with the productivity, improving performance of our applications and also the connectivity, connecting our applications in, in a much more seamless way. Anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? No, this is a great yeah. session. We enjoyed it. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks thank a lot. You. Uh, this has been a Legal Talk Network special report with Elizabeth Hardy, Vice President, Product Management, and Eric Sugden, CTO, Legal Enterprise Solutions. Thanks for listening. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.